Ladies and gentlemen, myself Suprit and welcome to Slammer Wrestling and this is the review for Smackdown Live for September 24th, 2019. If this is your first time on the channel then make sure to hit that subscribe button, turn on the bell for all notifications. We here in Slammer Wrestling cover all pro wrestling related stuff including reviews for Raw, Smackdown, NXT, AEW and New Japan as well. So this week's Smackdown was the last episode on the USA network after they make their move to Fox from next week. So Smackdown was just a show with nothing much notable happening. So the show kicked off with Eric Rowan cutting a promo. Rowan was showing off that he was proud of what he, he had done to Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan and that he should be called a creator and, and the violence he has created demands respect. Rowan was going on and on until he gets interrupted by Daniel Bryan. A fired up Daniel Bryan asked, asked Rowan, do you want respect? Then fight me right now. Now we had a match between Rowan and Bryan. Rowan dominated the early parts of the match. Bryan made a big comeback when he started working on the left leg of Rowan with couple of chop blocks and even ramming it into the ring post. Bryan went for a couple of corner drop kicks. Rowan caught Brian on the third attempt and hit a jackhammer only to get a two. Final parts of the match uh, came when Brian had a guillotine on Rowan and followed it up with a label lock. Luke Harper tried to interfere but, but was taken out by Brian with a suicide dive. Harper got up. Brian's attention was towards Harper which led Rowan to pull Brian up to the apron and it was looking like Rowan was going for the iron claw from the apron to the ring. But it looked like uh, Brian didn't got high enough and his and his right leg got caught between the ropes. That spot was uh, really really dangerous. And he could have snapped his leg right there. After Brian got freed, Rowan hit another iron claw to get the pin. Rowan and Harper did a post-match assault on Brian and were going for a table spot. Roman Reigns would come for the save, took out Harper with a superman punch. Rowan got the best of Reigns. Brian came in to even things up and took out Harper with a running knee and Reigns took out Rowan with a spear. Reigns tried to help Brian up but Brian denied and took the microphone and said, said to the crowd, do they want to see himself and Reigns kick Rowan and Harper's ass? Crowd started chanting yes and it was made official later that Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns will be facing Eric Rowan and Luke Harper at Hell in a Cell. I think it's gonna be a great match because we have seen these two teams face in the past whether it was the Shield versus the Whites or Brian facing the Whites. Those matches have proven to be great in the past and we can have another great one here at the pay-per-view. They announced Sasha Banks and Bailey will be facing Charlotte Flair and Carmella. Next they aired a wingnet uh, uh, for Brock Lesnar. Michael Cole did a sit down interview with Kofi Kingston. Cole introduced Kofi but Kofi said do it with enthusiasm and showed him in typical New Day fashion. Cole asked Kofi why would he accept the challenge of Brock Lesnar after what all happened last week. Kofi replied uh, that when he became the WWE Champion, he promised that he will be he will be a fighting champion and and this is just a new chapter for that. Cole asked how do you prepare for Brock Lesnar. Kofi said that uh, you can't really prepare for someone like Brock Lesnar. 
but he but he is feeling a little confident after beating stars like Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler, Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, and Randy Orton, and feels like he's at the top of his game. And said that he's feeling the pressure for being a champion and is excited for WWE working with Fox and him being on the forefront of it and, and promised that he will still be the WWE champion come next week. Chad Gable came out next and brought up the fact that last week Corbin said that no matter how he tries, he will always come up short. Gable explained to the crowd that this was a short joke. He brought up the fact that uh, that Corbin knew all of this and used cheap tactics to get up their match from this past week on Raw. Mike Canales interrupted. He also started doing short jokes. Canales stated that uh, he is here to prove to his pregnant wife that size does matter. Then we had a match between the two with Gable beating Canales in a quick match following a rolling German and an ankle lock. Next, they were airing the stuff that happened with the 24-7 title on Raw. Charlotte Flair was looking for Carmela. She found R-Truth nearby room and asked him, where is Carmela? Truth uh, acted like he didn't know who Carmela is. Carmela would come out and start discussing about the match with Charlotte later on and said that Bailey is not the same person she has known for years, to which Charlotte replied that she she has always been like this and etc etc um, on to the match at one point banks was looking for a meteor on on carmela but but would miss and eat a super kick from mela mela went for the pin but was broken up by bailey bailey tried to throw mela outside but mela would take out bailey with a super kick banks went to attack mela but Mela would go for a head scissors into a roller pin, but Banks countered it into a bank statement to get a win for her team. R-Truth quickly took Carmela and ran away after seeing a couple of superstars running towards them. In the ring, Bailey and Banks started beating up Charlotte until Becky came up, came up for the save and single-handedly took out both Banks and Bailey. And that's the end of the segment. Shane McMahon was seen with a couple of attorneys in the office. Next we had Ali vs Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura went for some strikes early on, but Ali would hit a big drop kick. Nakamura went outside to recover. Ali would hit a scary looking suicide dive and landed almost on his head. Ali would follow it up with a, with a high crossbody only to get a two. At one point Ali was on the apron. Sami Zayn caused caused the distraction here which led to Nakamura sending Ali face first to the ring post. Another big spot in the match came when Ali was looking for a big move on Nakamura from the top. Nakamura pushed Ali but Ali would backflip and landed on his feet. Nakamura went for a knee strike from the top but Ali would catch him with a drop kick mid-air. Ali went for the pin here but got it too. Final parts of the match uh, came when Ali hit a tornado DDT from the second rope and tried to follow it up with a 450 but Zayn would pull Nakamura to safety. Ali fuming at this point decided to hit a big tope on Nakamura. Zayn once again tried to hit distract Ali but 
But now Ali started to chasing Zayn who got into the ring and ate a Kinshasa from Nakamura and cost himself the match in the process. Good match, I liked it. Next up, we had the New Day facing the B team. A quick match, uh, New Day got the victory here. Mandy Rose and Sonya Devil were seen uh, backstage. Mandy was seen giving some people magazines with, with she being on the cover page of it. Her biggest admirer Otis came out to take a selfie with Mandy and would also get a free magazine. Next we had the match between Fire and Desire and the Kabuki Warriors with no page as she just had neck surgery. The Kabuki Warriors beat Fire and Desire and that's it. Next we had Shane McMahon coming out with his attorneys to address Kevin Owens. McMahon stated that this is a wrongful termination lawsuit that Owens had brought up and he and his attorneys have come up with a couple of propositions. Option one was that McMahon, McMahon can use his vast resources to keep Owens in court for years and years and, and make, him, make him spend millions of dollars out of his own pocket which can affect him and his family. Option two was Owens dropping the lawsuit which in return McMahon would reinstate Owens on the spot and also drop the $100,000 fine. Owens denied this and said that the only reason he has filed this lawsuit because he wants McMahon out of WWE. So Owens proposed that uh, he and McMahon have one last match but this time a ladder match with the papers prepared by Shane's attorney in a briefcase and let that hanging above. So this match will be happening next week on the Fox premiere episode of Smackdown. So the last segment of the show uh, saw Kayla Braxton interviewing Becky Lynch. Uh, she was asking her about uh, Sasha Banks and Helena Cell. Sasha would make her presence felt here uh, by amb ambushing Becky from behind and both women started brawling. Sasha would get better of Becky when she sent her crashing onto a cage door and that's how the show went off air. I almost forgot about this. Uh, they have also announced Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch for the Fox Premier Smackdown episode next week. I get it why they want to do this match again because they want to stack up this show. So that was the review for Smackdown Live, the final episode on USA Network. So what did you... So what do you guys think of the show? Let me know in the comment section below or on social media. You can find Slam Up Wrestling on, on Facebook, Twitter at Slam Up Debut, Instagram at Slam Up Wrestling. Our podcast and reviews are mainly audio based so you can find Slam Up Wrestling on Anchor and even on Spotify. So this was the Smackdown Live review and we will catch you guys on the NXT review. So 